0: You know, sometimes they tell you, no, don't talk about it. Someone will take your idea. No one, if someone else will take the idea and do it even before you, then it's not the right thing for you to do. I mean, I didn't have the set of skills that an entrepreneur should have.
1: How did you overcome all this? Um,
0: I think a lot of people helped me. When COVID started, I received calls from employees telling me, Carol, please, if you want to cut our salaries, we don't have a problem. We totally understand. I literally cried on the phone. The only hiccups I had from other women.
1: This is what I need women to hear. (laughs) Culture and social behavior has big consequences for businesses, but we often overlook it because it's too complex and multidimensional to analyze. Culture is the context of every human presence. We all live in more than one culture simultaneously. Geographies, organizations, companies, families, and friendships all have unique cultures. And in business, especially entrepreneurship, has its own unique unspoken rules and mindset to be able to choose that path and to be successful at it. More and more, there's a trend for quitting our corporate jobs and starting our own businesses. But unless we understand the culture and the dynamics of what it takes, we might fail even before we start. Welcome to The Culture and Podcast, where we connect business to human behavior. I am Nochinardan ardogan brand and culture expert and your host, and today we're talking about culture and entrepreneurship. Everyone wants sure. to be like
0: an entrepreneur on a beach in Thailand, living their best digital nomad life. Reality is, it's the total f- it yeah. you lose friends family doesn't understand what you do and in fact for the most part they'll try and talk you out of it until you get to a certain level of what they perceive to be success and they're like yeah. oh I always knew you were gonna do <laughs> yeah, that exactly. you know if you have a fantastic team you can I think you know if as long as you can run one business well you can run in any business well that right there is the definition of entrepreneurship it's when you love your game more than what the game gives you that's why I like losing the game told me I lost respect to the game that's why I like playing I was an entrepreneur when there was no con- conversation around
1: this. Today, I'm joined by someone who is not only a great role model with her entrepreneurship journey, but also someone who inspired me as a female leader and a business owner with her vision and her strength. She is the founder and CEO of Moshi, the Japanese confectionery company founded in 2016 in the UAE. Please welcome Carol Mowat.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so humbled by this introduction. Uh, thank you so <laughs> thank much you. for
1: coming, Carol. So Carol and I, we met and we connected immediately. And Correct. I told her like we almost made a uh, podcast episode Correct. over uh, over coffee. <laughs> oh and we said like we have to do it. We have to share we'll have this. To
0: officialize it. <laughs> yes.
1: Thank you so much for uh, coming, Carol. But when I listened to your story, I was really inspired by it. Thank so you. can you tell us that journey, your own personal story?
0: Sure. Uh, So I'm Lebanese. I grew up in Lebanon. I studied in Lebanon and then uh, my studies were around I started with chemistry, but then my master's studies were around industrial technology and uh, management in healthcare. So I specialized in quality and healthcare institutions. And this is how I came to Dubai uh, to work with PwC as a consultant. Mm-hmm. And after two years uh, working with PwC, even though it was an amazing company, the dynamic was really um, something that inspired me. However, I was always Uh, looking beyond the corporate world. I always wanted to do something for myself, by myself, to create something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I never thought about a healthcare product or service Mm. or an idea. Even
1: though you did the master's on that. Even
0: though I did it. Um, But I didn't, even at a younger age, I didn't really know what I want to do. I knew that I want to do something that creative, like something create something. I never imagined myself as an employee or a banker or a a lawyer or, you know, I always imagined that I'm doing something different. I don't know why, but this is how I imagined my future. So
1: you intuitively knew that there was something that's going to come out of you as a creation?
0: Correct. Like... Every week I would come up with a business idea or an app or a website or uh, a product or a service. Okay. And it's only when I got the idea of Mochi, and I'll tell you how it um, how it was created, that I felt immediately that this is the right thing for me to do. Um, so after two weeks working with PwC, I was in Lebanon for vacation, actually. And I was at a Japanese restaurant and because I'm a foodie, I'm a regular at that restaurant. And the waiter tells me, Carol, I want you to try this new dessert, which is mochi cream. It was cream. It wasn't even ice cream. So I like the idea that you bite into something that it's dough, but inside you have like a nice surprise of a of a." Japanese flavor and I always thought about Japanese cuisine how they don't have a special desserts mm-hmm. other like there is a tiramisu or a tart mm-hmm. or you know mm-hmm. but there's no creme brulee or something that it's very unique for them and this is where the this is the first time when I encountered the mochi and I immediately imagined like that's weird. Why Why I don't see this more often? Why I don't see it in the Middle East? And it would have been really cool if there was mochi ice cream, like la durée, but instead of macaron mochi, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And this is how I decided to do it myself. So I did some research the same night on how they do it, why it doesn't exist in the Middle East. And I was so happy that there was no factory, there is no brand. Until today, actually, there is no factory. There is no other manufacturer of mochi. Mm -hmm. And uh, I decided to start immediately. So I talked to a friend about it, who is an expert in F&B. He's like, that's amazing. You should start immediately. I'm on board if you want. Okay, I so you to, did a bit
1: of a validation. Exactly, uh-huh. with
0: friends and family. Uh-huh. They both joined and this is how I started immediately.
1: Wow. Okay, how did you know that this idea is different than all other ideas that you came up with pretty much every week with something new? How did you know that this is different? This is the one?
0: Um It when I imagined it it looked so real you know what I mean Oh
1: very interesting
0: like I can imagine the shop the mochi the shape of the mochi the brand the the and, the and I and I immediately recognized how scalable it can be I immediately recognized how many shops you can open how fast you can expand you can go to supermarkets you can go to restaurants so I immediately realized the potential. And I wanted to do it so fast because I didn't want to be the second mochi factory Mm. or the second mochi brand in the region. I wanted to do it immediately to benefit from this first entry to the market, you know, Mm -hmm. and which played a huge role in my journey, to be honest. Um, So I didn't really take a lot of time to study the financial visibility of it and how is the best way to do it and where. And everything came naturally, you know, like I started looking for a chef and then I started looking for a location. And then so I didn't really spend time thinking if it's the right thing or not. I just knew that it's the right thing and I immediately jumped on it. And every time I was doing or trying to tap a challenge or some a task I have to do, I discovered that it was really the right decision to do it. And, you know, and mm. you, you go forward to the next task, to the next challenge. And this okay, is Okay, very how.
1: interesting, Carl. Actually, what I'm hearing here is um, the first um, moment you realize that you can visualize it. Yeah. So that's visu- being able to visualize it, being able to see it, also convince you from the first moment that this is the right idea and I hear a a second thing that I think is very important that most of the time by overthinking too early and uh, focusing on the challenges of why it wouldn't work we kill a lot of ideas correct and you didn't do that and you actually took one challenge at a time correct and not like kind of exhausted yourself by thinking like All the things that can go
0: wrong. 100%. Okay. It needs, I think that at some point you need to just, it's, people call it being courageous or being uh, confident or I think it's literally listening to your gut feeling. Mm. I think this is what it is. Like even when I was exploring the idea with, I talked about it with everyone around me. Like Mm -hmm. I took the opinion of everyone around me, friends, family, um, colleagues, everyone. And, you know, when I started talking to them, they're like, Maybe it's interesting to have um, a Japanese cafe where you serve mochi. For example, back then there was Yamanote. It was the only Japanese cafe in UAE, actually. And I started exploring, maybe it's a good idea, but then I felt, no, I'm complicating it. Let me go back to basics. Let me go back to the initial idea. And we're talking about one week time, right? Like it's not enough. I tried for three months and then I went back to mochi. What I'm trying to say here is that when... The, the, the way I did it is that I felt that this is right. I decided to just start doing it immediately. And whenever I discover that it's difficult to be done or a problem that I will have to face, I'll just get on it, fix it and move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to put a desk, uh, sit on a desk and then by the desk and then think, okay, what might happen and how to solve each and every problem. Mm-hmm. And to be very honest, I didn't know what might happen mm-hmm. because I didn't have experience in FMB. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an experience as an entrepreneur. I didn't have an experience in UAE. It's been only two years I was in UAE, etc. So I didn't think of all the challenges that might happen. And I think that worked to my benefit because
1: exactly this is why I find it even more inspiring because um, everything that we would typically. In business, think that okay, you should do a business plan for three years to five years. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: tried, but yeah, uh, I did it. no.
1: But I think the most important part is that you just knew
0: exactly it is your thing, yeah.
1: And um, and then you decided that you're going to sort things out on the way, correct. And um, that made a big difference. Yes, correct. otherwise you would you would probably might have killed the idea before even. It was a thing.
0: And a lot of people told me that I should, right? A lot of people would tell you it wouldn't work. Look at this shop. It's empty in this mall. Look at this brand. It didn't work. Look at this brand. It's closed after one year. But I knew that I will make it work. Like I knew that I have to make it work. I knew that the idea itself is right. It can be successful. It's up to me to make it work or not. You know, Hmm. this is how I looked at it.
1: Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so taking that responsibility and saying that, that's up to me. The idea is great. I don't question yes. the idea. Correct. And I know I have the ca- capabilities of doing it. It's just a matter of going after it and not giving yeah. up.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't have the skills and the, um, and the set of skills that an entrepreneur uh, should have or the financial um, knowledge or the technical knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I can figure it out.
1: You had the right mindset, I guess. Yes, you exactly. had the right mindset. And yeah, and I
0: was so focused on it. Yeah.
1: So that's great. We talk about all the rainbows and blue sky, but I'm sure you came across uh, some challenges through that journey as well. Tell us a little bit about them. What were your key challenges through that journey and how did you overcome them?
0: Um, I would say the first challenge that I had is honestly to, to figure out everything, to understand the business that I'm trying to do, because... I don't know how to make mochi. There's no one who makes mochi in Dubai. <laughs> There's no factories. So even if you know how to do it manually with the chef, you have to uh, commercialize it and to put it in a professional setup in a factory with machines, etc., to scale up the production. For example, I didn't know any of this. I didn't know how to find a factory, how to how to recruit. How to, didn't have a pro. Like the challenge was really to to understand all of these at the same time with no time, you know, like I didn't want to take 10 years to figure it out. I, I had a very strict timeline where I wanted to open in 2017. So I established the business, I started looking for a chef, etc. So to figure out all the technical stuff and all the legal stuff in UAE that you can't figure out by yourself, you need help in all of these but mm-hmm. also, where do you get the help from? I don't have the connections. So to I actually built my own, um, if you want, my own network one by one. I didn't have a network in UAE before that. So to create your own network in a new country, in a new business, because I work for PwC for healthcare or Munich Re, i did a small project after uh, pwc with a reinsurance company which is Munich Re as well so my network is completely different and it's so it's so far away from what i'm doing so that was the first challenge um the second challenge i would say was the fact that You live in UAE, you need a residency, you need to be financially independent, you need to have a salary, you need to figure all of this out while you're doing your own thing as well, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So I cannot just stop working and then take my sweet time and figure out things little by little. I needed a salary, I needed a residency, I needed, you know, this Mm -hmm. financial security that allows me to do this other job. So practically was a little bit challenging as well to work after my corporate hours Mm. and to try to fit everything within. Okay
1: you started when you were still at uh, you had a salary in residency so you start creating that okay. Exactly Mm
0: -hmm. Um, so yeah that was also a second challenge. The third challenge is to attract the right people in the beginning. Who are you? Why would I be recruited by you as a driver or as a chef or as a sales employee or, you know, like I'm no one. I'm coming from no strong background and of a brand or of a holding company. Or Mm. so you go to a mall, I want to rent a space. Why would I give you uh, Mm. the space to be rented? I want to to recruit a marketing man. Why would a marketing manager, for example, or a chef who works for Zuma or a very good uh, Japanese restaurant work for you? Right. So that was the credibility. Yeah.
1: How did you overcome all this?
0: Um, I think a lot of people helped me. A lot of people around me helped me with a contact with um, putting me in contact with their mm. colleagues mm-hmm. or friends or acquaintances. So I literally leveraged my network from the family to the friends, to the extended friends, to the extended family. And then you create that network little by little. So, for example, just to give you a very quick uh, story, and I always give credit to this guy who helped me a lot in the beginning, the owner of Home Bakery. Mm-hmm. So when I when I decided to, when I was exploring, okay, I have this idea of mochi. where do I sell it? No one is giving me space in malls. So where can I put the mochis? Okay, now I have the mochi. I have to to sell them somewhere. (laughs) We started online, of course, but I wanted it to be in a mall. I Mm. wanted to create that need of a compulsory need of a product in a mall
1: and it's such a visual thing you need exactly. to show it
0: right and, and it's a new product you mm-hmm. are creating a new need you are introducing a new dessert a new culture all together mm-hmm. so people had to see it so i love home bakery as a brand as a coffee shop and i approached them on instagram i told them that can I please meet the owner and uh, the founder who created all the desserts or the recipes of home bakery accepted to meet with me. Uh, she's a sweet Emirati lady. She's very creative. And she told me she tasted the mochis. She loved them. And she asked me to meet with her brother, who is her partner. And um, we couldn't see the two brands coming together and japanese emirati you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he told me whatever you need i'm here for you and i told him that i have a problem that i'm not finding a space i'm not uh, securing a space in a mall and i would love to be in city walk he's like no problem i'll give you the contact i'll talk to them and they will help you and this is how i got my first location in city walk and it was a huge success from day one. Yeah, on.
1: but this is so so inspiring, Carol. I think I, I think you know why I find it very inspiring. Most of us, many many people that I know, um, don't even try.
0: Yeah. To ask for help. Oh no! I always ask for help.
1: The reason that because when you said how did you overcome all these challenges, you said many people helped me. Yeah. But you actually asked for help
0: always and especially for
1: uh, especially for female entrepreneurs i have yeah. to say underline <laughs> it i think we are so used to be the the super super woman and try to figure out everything ourselves yeah. there is this um almost invis- invisible glass barrier that it's not okay to ask for help yeah yeah and or even say ah oh, they would why would the home bakery is a very successful <laughs> uh branch re- reaching out Uh, through Instagram which is like everybody could have done yes and uh, when you ask you get the help
0: exactly I
1: think that's a very important key learning from your journey for all of us Um, because I personally as well when I first came to to the UAE and decided to do on my own business yeah then I realized this is the biggest challenge I don't have a network
0: exactly I don't have a network
1: I don't know anyone so what do I do do I just like you just have to go out and um, and ask for ask help. for it. Ask for help. And
0: people are generous. People are generous with advice, with contacts, with uh, time, with uh, opinions. Like. I always say to my friends who, for example, they tell me, I have this idea, what do you think, what I should do? I tell them, talk about it. Don't be, don't uh, keep them close to your uh, to your heart. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. You know, sometimes they tell you, no, don't talk about it. Someone will take your idea. No one, can. if someone else will take the idea and do it even before you, then it's not the right thing for you to do. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, if, if if it's something that you are the right entrepreneur or the right um, or the right person to do it, it will happen. Just be confident, trust people around you. And I'm not telling you give the recipes left, left right, and center, but I mean reach out to people. People surprise you how much generous they can be. Yes. This is my.
1: When you ask in the right opinion. way and then you yes, uh, come, come up with And the, with the right intention. With the right intention. And.
0: Very trans- In a very transparent way, you know? Like I need, this is how I do it till today. I need one, two, three. I don't try to friend zone someone and then ask later for help. And you know, mm-hmm. like if I need one, two, three, I will, I will ask for it. And if I'm approached, and this is energy, karma, whatever you want to call it, right? If I'm approached by someone, I always try to help with whatever I can. Contact, opinion, time, um, tasting, whatever I can mm-hmm. do. Because Great. this is what people did with me.
1: Yeah, this also kind of paid forward, right? 100%. And this is uh, this is good for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a good attitude to have, honestly. It is.
1: It, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, Carol, what are your key ingredients... your success i think we got one of them which is this asking for help being very honest and transparent and uh building that uh network yeah what other key secrets can you share with us
0: um i think it comes at the same time with or in the same category of asking for help being Mm open-minded to the answer
1: You know? Oh, that's very, very good.
0: Like when, for example, because we talked about the story of Home Bakery, okay, we couldn't work together, mm-hmm. and I, he even convinced me that the brands are different. It's it they don't get along. You, they, you you can't put them under one thing, one brand, mm-hmm. and it it could have killed my brand because Home Bakery is much stronger. Is a much uh, True. Um, it's it's an older brand in UAE. AE. It's so different. So if I was pushing or I wasn't open minded to understand his point of view, I would have killed my business idea. So I was open minded to be convinced of his point of view. I didn't go to another brand asking them of the same thing. Mm. Yamanotti or Pachi or whatever or Kutiva. Yeah. Why? Because he convinced me I was open minded enough to understand that actually this guy is smart. He has a point. He's right. This is not something good for me in the future, I will not do it. Okay, how can I do it differently? You know? So this, uh, uh, when, and I'm not saying not to be persistent. I'm not saying not to be confident about what you want. But being confident is different than being open-minded. They're two different things. Like being confident about what you want. You know that this is the right thing for you. This is the right thing for your brand. But keep an open mind about how things are evolving mm-hmm. right because it's like a baby we discussed this before you you if you have a baby or a friend or a relationship relationships are also like babies you 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 grow with them of course you
1: invest them you and invest grow with them. within mm-hmm.
0: them etc you you have a certain idea of a relationship if it doesn't work and it turns into a friendship be an op- be open minded to embrace it and to take it as a friendship and to live it accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the same thing in business, in my opinion. It's helped me a lot. No, Carol, you cannot do the factory this way. You have to do it this way. Okay, let me explore. Actually, he's right. Let me do it this way. No, you should not be in this location. I would suggest this other location. I would go explore. If I'm convinced, I would do it. So that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I would say, because we're talking about success, is um, even though I'm, I still have a long journey to call myself successful. But at least how to how to get there, in my opinion, is um, to surround yourself with the right people. We all talk about energy and all of this positivity, and but I'm not talking about people who are always happy. No, I'm talking about family, the core people you need in your life. Mm -hmm. They keep you grounded. They keep you humble. They keep you focused. Like even if my network in UAE was zero and in one year it became multiplied by 100, right? Mm -hmm. Or 1,000. So it can distract you. At a younger age, it can distract you. It can... It can be a different lifestyle. It can be you are in a different country, you are in a different culture with different people. You are still young, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. So it can be a distraction. But when I feel like it wasn't for me, of course, to a certain extent, because I have a strong core. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't have a strong core in, within your family, you can create one mm-hmm. with couple of friends who are really close to you who you can rely on etc so I feel like this really worked to my benefit that Mm -hmm. I have a strong core at home you know it didn't it didn't change me Mm -hmm. I had to stay the same if I'm changed one percent calm down you're still my daughter calm down you're still Mm -hmm. my my Mm -hmm. sister you know Mm -hmm. that's that helped me a lot and I take it very seriously so uh that i would say very important for me and the third thing is time management okay <laughs> it's very practical but it is the the, the key ingredient. honestly time management mm-hmm. to have this balance between your personal life and uh, your work to 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 multitask to be always present in the factory and the shop and your team and social life and you know you have to to be able to manage your time properly otherwise
1: and become very productive I believe right exactly. like very productive so exactly. you don't burn yourself but you also uh, can provide to all those key stakeholders that you're dealing with 100%. to make it happen yeah
0: yeah very
1: interesting yeah. very very interesting so you. you know what they say you're um, we all. I forgot who, uh, I read it in a book. I forgot which book that was. Um, Maybe Adam Grant. So they say you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Correct. And uh, it's so interesting when you look at it. It's so
0: true. It's so true. 100% even when we go through phases in our lives like now I'm feeling down you surround yourself you tend to surround yourself with people who are also depressive you know what I mean Mm. but when you are in a happy place when you are content you tend to surround yourself with exposed people people who have very open like they have um an open mind, they are happy, they they are happy to explore life, mm-hmm. uh, travel, etc. So for me, I try to surround myself always with smart people, for sure, and true people. Mm-hmm. That's the most important two things. Uh, other Anything else can be manageable. manageable. <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. Um, what happened to you as a business owner during the COVID times? How oh. did you? It was, a, I think, very unexpected, very big challenge in a very early on Correct. Uh, on your journey. Yeah,
0: it was uh, our company was only three years old, so it was really challenging. And uh, we have a factory, we have m- shops and malls, and malls had to close. And even when they opened, people didn't go to malls. Oh. And so the whole. Uh, um, Sales, ch- all the sales channels that we had got disrupted, from B two B to B two C to production, everything. Um, I think th- the attitude is you're not a victim. Hmm. It is what it is. Just deal with it, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And um, to act very fast, like we were very proactive in the company, honestly. And I have an amazing team who had who was also with me. Every step of the way, and they were extremely supportive. They were extremely um, smart about dealing, how to deal with things. So basically, before the lockdown, our offices were very agile as a team. Every startup is, I believe, but also and like specifically our company, like no one has one specific desk. We all have our folders on cloud. We literally didn't have to go to the office to get our stuff. Hmm. I just sent them a message. Don't go to the office tomorrow. This is even before the lockdown. Hmm. Let's just work from home because people started to get sick and Hmm. I was scared to my team. So let's just do that. I had a call with my key people in the team. Uh, okay, what is the inventory? Let's close the factory. Let's uh, ask people to travel if they have to travel, if they because the airport was still open at that point. Mm. Let's ask them to travel if they uh, if they can still uh, do it um let's put the sales employees on uh temporary leave and then also the same to ask them the, to travel and if not okay we we, we secure the minimum salary etc etc like we started immediately with this plan we knew where things are going mm. and we decided to plan ahead of time mm-hmm. this is Practically, how we did it, and then we created a brand for supermarkets during the lockdown.
1: Okay. Mm. To be honest,
0: it didn't. It didn't. I mean, it didn't uh, make up the um, the loss. The loss, of course, mm. but at least you 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 motivate your team. You mm. make them feel like we're still productive. We're still doing something. There's hope. There are other channels. Don't worry. We're on it. We're focused. We're working. I used to wake up every single morning. Do my yoga at home because there was no gym. We Mm. couldn't even walk outside at some point. Um, Get dressed. Open my laptop. We had a morning call. Good morning, everyone. I hope everything is okay. Let's start our day. What are you working on, etc.? And then we have another call at noon Mm -hmm. just to check on everyone. And then another call at night to check on everyone if if they need any help on a personal level, on... Professional level. So this is how we did it from our homes. And you also had your parents to think about, your families, you're living alone at home. You can't do anything. You can't see anyone. You know, you had all of this to think about as Mm -hmm. well. Um, But you decide to just put them on the side, focus on the task at hand and, you know, day by day.
1: Again, one step at a time. I think that's kind of your motto. Yeah, 100%. don't (laughs) overwhelm yourself with the... You break things, break challenges and take yeah. them one step at a time and every challenge this yeah. this helps you. And I think what I'm hearing from you is that um, keeping a positive mindset, even the the times are hard yeah. and always finding a, a quick uh, solution. Correct.
0: Uh, a practical, kept you, yeah, a practical yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: approach and a quick solution exactly, uh, is the way to go. And I hear also from you that you care so much about your team's uh, personal uh, journey or mental health or uh, their so. their presence as well. So, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you as a as a leader. So, how do you because you create a brand and I always say. Brands are manifested within, meaning through their teams, through their culture. So when we're creating a brand, we also like to design the culture of the brand and what does it stand for internally so that the uh, consumer can also feel it. So what was your journey of building that team, hiring the right people and giving them the right culture that they can thrive?
0: Yeah. I think it was one of the most interesting journey within the journeys of Moishi. It's because it's as if you are choosing a partner, but you don't really know these people, but Mm. you have to work with them, live with them, you know, build something that is very dear to your heart, rely on them. And you don't know how to do it. There's no booklet or Mm. guide guidelines to tell you how to recruit so i relied on recruiting an attitude from day one Mm -hmm. so if someone has the right attitude i feel like even if they don't have i i think almost everyone we recruited didn't have experience in fmb okay you know and i like that Because I didn't have experience in FMV. Of course, (laughs) other than the technical people, other than the chef, the driver. But I mean, people in the office, because they have the attitude of figuring it out. Hmm. I don't know. I will ask. I will learn. I will do it. You know, if someone is very relaxed in what they're doing, they don't work on themselves. They don't evolve. They don't ask. They don't listen. They're not good listeners. Mm -hmm. So... I think I, always, I was always after a good attitude mm. from day one. That's helped a lot because you can get along with someone, you can be transparent with them, you can be honest, etc. Um, we recruited the sales employees, for example. I would go to a restaurant, I would see a good waiter or a good waitress, I would approach them. <laughs> Again, I don't have a network, right? But in, by seeing how they do mm. things, you know, even the accountant, for example, I would approach this person because I've seen this person working with an auditor or with a, a, freelance, a, a freelancing company of accountants, etc. And then I will op- approach them and, you know, mm. so... I was always interested in seeing people doing something that I want them to do in my company. Okay. To see their attitude, to see how they do it. Um, this is the safest way, of course, to recruit yeah, you someone, almost but it's hand-picked not always everyone, right? Yeah. The
1: core team seems like you're of handpicked course. by experience. And I I love it. I think I'll just uh, it can be a tagline is <laughs> attitude is bigger than experience. Of course. Because um, skills can be learned but an attitude or the values 100%.
0: cannot be values uh, exactly yeah, it's very important changed. correct correct like for example in our office we're very we're very honest with each other like we don't have closed doors we don't have something that we don't say in front of a colleague because it is a strictly uh confidential information For this department, there's no confidential information. Everyone knows the cost, the salaries. Everyone knows everything. Hmm. There is nothing hidden from anyone. One team. One team. And also it's because I don't see the point. Like, why would I not tell them what's the plan in a year? No, I mean, of course, they they, they are part of the plan. They have to tell me what they think about the plan. They have to tell me what they think about this cost. For example if the profitability is a certain percentage don't tell the sales employees some people used to tell me don't tell the sales employees that this is your profitability they will feel like their salaries are not enough or no i want them to know the profitability so maybe they will tell me we need to stop this flavor we need to to, to, to start a new flavor that i didn't know about they know about from mm-hmm. their home country or from another shop they worked at etc so it's important to just be transparent i mean with the team mm-hmm. it gives a them a lot of uh confidence Mm -hmm. and it makes them feel like home it makes them feel like
1: exactly i think this is the biggest uh biggest difference probably um by that level of openness yeah you make them feel like they're a part of the bigger picture they're they're kind of they're like the owners they know everything that the owner knows exactly even though they don't make the same money that doesn't make them feel bad on the contrary they might be feeling um as empowered engaged
0: Exactly. That level of
1: trust is uh, incredible. Believe me, we
0: had employees when COVID started, when the lockdown started. I received calls from employees telling me, Carol, please, if you want to cut our salaries, we don't have a problem. We totally understand. Don't worry about us and we will keep working. I I literally cried on the phone. Like, how amazing for someone to say that and their salaries, they need it for rent, let alone their families, the the money they need to send back home because the times were tough. For someone, for an employee to tell you this and to to take responsibility of your losses, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. And this comes because we live together day by day. I'm with them, for example, if someone... Uh, on with their with their personal events as well. Mm-hmm. Someone's getting married, have a child. Mm-hmm. we know the details. i'm 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 genuinely concerned, you know, about their personal lives. Mm-hmm. Their big events, of course, the big mm-hmm. events, the happy events that you want to be part of. If someone had um, someone who passed away in the family, we all pray together, we give back to the community somehow in the name mm-hmm. of this person. it's 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 it has to be genuine. Mm-hmm. It has to be genuine. When you ask someone to spend 10, 8, 9 hours of their time with you every single day to work hard for your company, you have to take their lives into consideration. They can't be objects. They can't be just a job description. Mm-hmm. It's, it doesn't add up. For me, it doesn't add up. It, mm-hmm. They have to be part of your journey.
1: That's incredible because I, I often ask um, uh, leaders, how do you build trust with your teams and I think you kind of described it uh, in a very nice way. The question is, um, when you get your team gets bigger, yeah, what is your plan to keep the same level of engagement for
0: everyone? Um, through uh, your core team. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the operations manager He sees, or he he's living with me every single day. He's learning from me. He's getting my approach. He will automatically apply this approach with his team. Yes. So even if the team doesn't have a direct relationship with me personally, because practically it cannot happen all the time, Uh, I cannot be in twenty shops all the time. I cannot be in the factory every single day, etc. At least they will have this relationship with their direct manager.
1: you create so, mini versions of yourself to be able to it's a ripple the effects. Yeah, a, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, Carol. So I think I have to ask. I know your uh, perspective on this, uh, but I think it would be very interesting to, to discuss course. as well. So, as a female entrepreneur, <laughs> and I'm going to underline the female entrepreneur. Uh, what is it like to be a female entrepreneur in the UAE?
0: Um, it's very easy to be a female entrepreneur anyway. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, for based on my experience, it wasn't a challenge at Mm, all. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was something that I embraced that I that I lived by every single day. And that helped me a lot to be a female Arabic speaker, Lebanese like everything that forms me or that I am mm-hmm. I embraced it to do whatever I did. So for example, being a female entrepreneur in UAE helps you to helps you to open doors that are more rigid for men. For example, mm. to have open conversations about about someone's journey about someone's feelings or someone's okay family for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you are in a meeting uh someone is not generous with their information or whatever you need from them right it's 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 easier for us as women to break the ice it's easier for us to get this we have a better instinct i believe than men to <laughs>
1: I would fully agree. <laughs> we
0: can't but fully agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're a lot better in empathy and communication. So Exactly. Uh, so mm-hmm.
0: I think if you if 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 we use the advantages that a woman have with multitasking, how sharp women can be, how focused they can be, the instinct you have, if you use them in the business setup, it's brilliant. It can help you a lot. You know, and being a woman usually is a challenge based on the uh, sexism that it used to be in the world overall and in the Middle East, etc. But that is not the case in the UAE, to be honest. People in UAE are professional. They're professional people. They're here to work. They respect each other. The whole institution, the whole system imposes a certain respect. Mm -hmm. You are part of this, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. how you introduce yourself how you take yourself seriously or not this will impose the respect in my opinion i was never disrespected by a man or by a woman i was never disrespected by a child or by an elder man it is how you take yourself how you you behave how you and this applies for everyone mm-hmm. for a man or for a woman mm-hmm. this applies in general for everyone but the advantages that you have as woman with this with the attitude we have, with the feminism, the the intelligence, mm-hmm. with the instinct, it take it gives us a big advantage in the business world.
1: I agree. I agree. <laughs> Just I think it's important to bring this across that um, and knowing all the things that you went through, not having the network, being new in the UAE. Um, not having anyone to back you up with everything that you might need, and being a female, even though there might be some prejudice, if there is any. Yeah. uh, and you went, uh, you didn't just do a small, small, um, uh, uh, entrepreneurship, you actually, um, went, uh, did a big success, and we became yeah. very successful and went into an a very crowded space with a lot of competition. Correct. And um, uh, it's it's great to know that it's actually you leveraged the uh, benefits of being a female entrepreneur sure. and didn't really have any uh, hiccups around that.
0: Yeah, honestly, the only hiccups I had from other women, and oh. this is what I need women to hear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the only maybe maybe a couple of times it's not a hiccup, but. Honestly, that's the only uh, memory that I had in this chapter of
1: mm.
0: how are you treated as a woman. The only maybe couple of people who tried to not to to forcibly not help or like, you know, mm. to not say uh, hurt or big words. It's not about hurt. It's it's about not being helpful or intentionally not being there for you. Are women, and this is my take on women. We need to help each other. We
1: need to, we need each to help lot, each other. We
0: need to 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 be there for each other, and not because we're women, because we're human.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: we don't have to do everything in life based on the fact that she's a woman. I'm a woman. No, just treat us as a human. It's very yeah. easy. Honestly, it's just when they they start thinking. I oh, know she 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 needs to to experience what I experienced in my uh, in my um, journey of journey challenges. Why nobody helped
1: me? Why would I help someone? Yeah,
0: exactly. No, I mean that that makes things more difficult for everyone. Just help each other or be there for each other as humans, and that's mm-hmm. that's easy. That's going to solve it. everything. <laughs> I think so. Um what
1: would be your biggest recommendation um, um for people who are watching or listening to us in terms of words aspiring to be like you and starting their own, own journey?
0: They can be much better. <laughs> it took me a while to to figure things okay, out. Okay, number one is humility. That we can <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> people who know me, they will agree with me. <laughs> Um, I think recommendation is um, take themselves seriously mm. when they need to and not take themselves seriously when they don't have to. Mm. In a meeting and a professional setup and uh, where where they have to 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 make a point, to make a professional point to make to to, to you know they have an objective they have to achieve focus, like really focus, take themselves seriously in terms of not wasting time on social media, not wasting time on gossip, not wasting time on those silly things that really consume a lot of time, honestly. Like Mm -hmm. if you think about it, the time that can be wasted on these things. So I feel like when, for example... Maybe I will sound judgmental, but I have to be honest with the people who are listening and with myself. When when you are approached by a guy or, or a girl telling you, I have this idea, but you know that they spent six hours on Instagram and three hours gossiping. And, and I'm looking at them like, how can you? We don't have time. You really don't have time. This needs time. This needs time for you. You need to allocate time to read Bloomberg, Financial Times, Figaro, uh, Al Nahar, whatever magazine you have access to, you need to be inspired, you need to focus, you need to surround yourself with better people than you. you. Mm -hmm. More successful, smarter, to be inspired, to be guided, to be supported. You can't spend your time, you can't spend your whole time. Of course, we all have um, people like for example my my friends your people you just want to have fun you don't want to over it but you have to allocate some time to be inspired you have to allocate some time to be educated mm-hmm. otherwise you cannot evolve mm-hmm. so they need to take themselves seriously this mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. first second um to to not over it mm-hmm. just take it step by step
1: mm-hmm. yeah step by step um and I think one of the things that um, we wanted to talk, connecting with asking with for help. Yeah. Um, we see the entrepreneurs um, don't really have enough mentorship or coaching mm-hmm. or they don't ask Correct. for it or they don't get it. Did you have a mentor or a coach uh, through that journey?
0: For sure. I had minimum two mm-hmm. that I consider them very close mentors mm-hmm. and I asked for their help and I needed their guidance. Mm -hmm. Um, I made sure that I keep them in my life as contacts, as friends, as mentors, because I needed their presence in my life, in my professional journey, of course. Why? Because they're more experienced, they're older, they're more exposed, they're more connected, they're... Smarter, they're more educated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, they, I knew that these people can give me the guidance and the mentorship that I need. Otherwise, you don't have anyone to guide you. Like when you work, for example, in PwC, we had a, um, a system mm-hmm. where you are always uh, guided and uh, managed by your coach, by your mentor. Mm-hmm. He will develop your career with you
1: with you yes and with your colleagues of course
0: and the partner etc but he is a huge part of your career development Mm -hmm. you don't have this as an entrepreneur you know Mm -hmm. you don't have someone who can tell you this is not the way that you should do it you should think about it different way or Carol this move is not this is not the right time for this move or this is not the right approach or you're not Speaking, sometimes the way you talk, sometimes the way you dress, the way, you know, this is all part of who you become and as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur and what your company become, mm-hmm. what your company become.
1: Getting perspective from people Getting that you you trust. Exactly. Um, and I think um, entrepreneurship doesn't have to be lonely.
0: No, no, of course it's, it, it is
1: actually quite a lonely journey at the beginning, it can isn't be, it?
0: correct. correct. Uh, but it doesn't
1: have to be. Asking for help. Getting mentorship
0: 100%. Um, is one of the I kings. think you should be very specific about your mentor. Like decide from the beginning, this person can be my mentor. And mm-hmm. ask them, can mm-hmm. you guide me throughout my journey? Can you be my mentor?
1: Mm-hmm. Be
0: open about it. And this will put responsibility on them as well. With whatever they say, they know that it will land somewhere
1: mm-hmm. within you. Mm-hmm.
0: And that gives their words and guidance a bigger power. They need to know that they are your mentor. Yeah. Because sometimes you surround yourself with people who inspire you. Mm-hmm. This is a necessity. But a mentor and a coach, and sometimes we can reach out to coaches, mm-hmm. leadership coaches, life coaches, etc., that is definitely needed. And in the beginning, to figure out who can be your mentor throughout your journey and approach them and ask them if they can be this person is extremely important and extremely helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you mentoring uh, other entrepreneurs?
0: A couple. couple, couple. Yeah, of entrepreneurs, I'm sure yeah. they're lucky. They're very lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky to have them. Um,
1: so just before we finish, we finish with a, a quick uh, rapid fire question uh, to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. <laughs> Zoom or Teams? Zoom. Avocado toast or junk food? I know this. Avocado toast. Yes. Mac or PC? <laughs> Sorry. Mac or PC? Uh, mac for sure chocolate or ice cream ice cream (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, multinationals uh, or uh, startups startups coffee or energy drink uh irish drink (laughs) (laughs) instagram or tiktok
0: instagram night owl or early bird I would say LinkedIn more. Sorry. Oh, okay, would, yeah. okay. Yeah. Also, LinkedIn <laughs> is even better. True. Yeah.
1: Night owl or early bird? Night owl. Oh really? Yeah. I thought you said early bird.
0: I did. I I became, but. I'm by nature. nature night oh, okay. Out. Because you're, then you're bored. <laughs> I'm living against my nature <laughs> because I need to wake up early to do my work. I know that. I, I know that you're a very early bird. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the first thing that I would say is a night person. Okay, but I became an early bird. Okay, yeah.
1: very interesting. <laughs> uh, I forced myself. What is one entrepreneurship secret that you didn't tell us yet?
0: I don't know if it's, I can call it a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I can call it a secret but um, I, or an advice. But I think that most of people around me, either an entrepreneur or not, but specifically entrepreneurs who are going through tough times, they victimize themselves, hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. they become very pessimistic about life, about things, about challenges. They victimize themselves. I think you you can't you don't have time mm. doesn't help mm-hmm. and we really need to get over this idea of life is not fair no life is not and it will never be and this is what it is and you're not a victim and no one is <laughs> victimizing you just do whatever whatever you have to do like you don't just it is what it is deal with it you know mm. like this time and energy and quotes and Instagram quotes and videos and all of this business around how we should be more positive and how, why do we need to be negative? We all, we are all humans. I go through a lot of emotional ups, ups and downs. And sometimes I'm heartbroken. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm missing my parents. Sometimes I, I need something that I don't get. That's being human, but I don't sit there, stay there, victimize myself while I'm going through mm-hmm. something. I just okay. I'm heartbroken in the morning, and then I go to work, and then I work, and then I get done with it, and then you know, mm-hmm. you you acknowledge- can't stay yeah. in that vulnerable point and acknowledge yourself. the
1: emotion, uh, and then let it go, and just keep focus
0: on and what p- you're people doing. People are not against you. Like the word is not against you. This is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say. The word is not against you, even when we are heartbroken. We get ourselves heartbroken. Like people, they're not, the universe is not against us. We're part of it. We learn, we we, we move on, we do what we have to do. And that's it. We that's, try to do it gracefully.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. That's. I think that's more a, a um, life secret. Yeah. That's how you get on with your life. And this is what really works for you in terms of being able to not over dramatizing situations regardless of what they are exactly take them as they come uh respect them acknowledge them and still believe in yourself to
0: go on of course always
1: perfect thank you so much girl i think i really had a lot of fun for
0: having me me too i really did and um, thank you for having me and i really hope that you helped or we were... Of, I'm sure. Uh, I'm good, sure. I uh, think that was
1: super interesting. I, I find you as uh, one of the very inspiring thank uh, you so much. female you uh, entrepreneurships you that I've, I've seen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you.